Behind every song is a voice, and every voice is a story. The journeys behind the voices brings life to the music that shapes each of us. Brought to you by Visible Music College and in partnership with the largest online Christian music site new release today, this is Behind the Tunes, and I am your host, Austin Black. Together, we will explore those journeys, the journeys behind the artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Today's guest is Hunter Bobo from the band So In Tether. Hunter, thanks for being here today, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So now we first met at a college ministry uh, on a college okay. campus down in Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, Way that's right. back. Yeah. Uh, I was doing some work there as an intern. You were helping lead there. Yeah. And then fast forward, and I was in a band, you were in a band. Yeah. Uh, a hardcore band. You were in a hardcore band called Parallels. That's right. Yeah. And uh, who used to own Memphis. And so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we've ever really talked about this. So our first show, we kind of were a worship band. We kind of go underground, come back out, yeah, and just play our own music. And you guys invited us to play on right. a Cedar Release show. Yeah. And so somehow somebody had given me information saying like, okay, it's gonna be like a couple of bands, kind of like you guys, and a couple of hardcore bands. All right, cool. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so I mean, the first band goes on. They're hardcore. I was yeah. like, okay, it must be the second band that's, that's like more rock like us. Right. Second band goes on hardcore right and i knew the last two were hardcore I was like oh, oh my yeah. gosh <clears throat> we are yeah. the only rock band in a hardcore show playing yeah. these songs for human beings in the first time i want to throw up no but it, and man i actually thought uh man i'm really glad y'all are on that night because i i think that y'all picked up quite a few folks that were really happy y'all were there and played and loved your stuff we really did it was it was a ton of fun so after the fact at the initial fact we got through it and, and realized people didn't hate us it was a ton of fun. So I always remember that you guys giving us that, that shot to be on this show with you because you guys played all over the place in Memphis as parallels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was That was a fun time. It, uh, I think the show you're talking about, though, every now and then we would try to put put on, like, our own thing uh, where we would host it and got to kind of, like, just sort of dictate, hey, who do we want to play with us and who do we uh, – you know, it, it was just interesting because we were able to really fill that room up, and the room had no acoustics whatsoever. No, and it was the loudest music already. And man, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. It, it was, was fun though. We had oh, a really a really good time. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was a ton of fun. So much fun. So. All right, well, fast forward, and now you're in a band called So and Tether, right? Uh, which is a worship band. Is that what you term yourself as? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, on, on on some level, uh, you know, it's. It's it's funny. I, I guess gospel worship music on some level is the way I would probably coin it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, I got to ask you. So, so and tether. Where did the name come from? Uh, yeah. Um, so we're born out of Redeemer Baptist Church in Olive Branch, Mississippi. I'm actually the worship pastor there, and um, I think it on some level came out of I got uh, my lead pastor here with me today Ben Williams and I believe it came out of uh, a sermon we were going through the book of John no it may have been Mark earlier on Uh, and you know it was just this idea that uh, this is something we all love to do and really uh, we have a lot of guys in the church that are very musically gifted and um, out of that 
um, what we saw going through that gospel was that our job would be to disperse the gospel message as best we can, all the while making sure it is tied or tethered to to the Word of God. So um, I think that's probably the easiest way to say it, um, that we're sort of sowing uh, the seed that the Lord has given us. We're sure that uh, we should be uh, sowing, spreading the seed of the gospel, all the while making sure that um, that it's tied that it's tied to scripture all the Very time. Very cool, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always sometimes band names just come from like they would drive down the road and saw like a street sign and made them think of something, and then sometimes there's something profound to it. So it's always it's always interesting because there's there's usually <laughs> nothing in the middle. It's yeah. usually like the goofiest thing ever or something really profound. That's really cool. Yeah, I think sometimes you just gotta you just gotta pull the trigger and call it something though too that's right <laughs> like you know because we probably sat around for two months like are we gonna do this or not and it's just like all right enough we've got to do this oh i got my own band name story but we won't tell you that one today yeah. we could like yeah. to never got our band name well this well before we dive in too much further let's uh let's hear a song from so and tether today which song do we want to play first man i think uh the, the one i'd want to hear first or that i'd want folks to hear first is a song we just came out with not too long ago called still waters Awesome. Well, enjoy Still Waters by So and Tether.
to knowing Christ my God, my Savior and Defender. with Hunter Bobo from the band So and Tether, and you were just listening to the song Steel Waters uh, by So and Tether. And so just uh, continuing on with our conversation, Hunter, one of the things I love to just uh, learn about different musicians and and, uh, and different people that play music is exactly like, okay, what were your influences and what were these these things that kind of molded you into who you were today? So one of the first questions I love to ask people, do you remember the first album that you ever bought, kind of with your own money necessarily? Here's my money. I want to spend it on this album right here. Man, probably with my own money um, was uh, their only chasing safety by Under Oath when I was like, you know, a teenager and I just figured out that people scream in music and I thought that that was super cool. But the first album, like first music I remember purchasing that like my parents that I remember like my parents buying would be like Southern gospel music, gold city, yeah. get their vocal band. And I loved that when I was little. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but once I could buy my own music, it, it got pretty heavy pretty quick. And really so, so good, under so. oath, you know, this hardcore band, is that what kind of really began to drive you towards even your early days of like creating a band like parallels? Uh, yes. I think that what I loved about heavy music in general was there was this idea that everybody kind of grew up on pop music at first and you weren't really sure that anybody was saying anything that they really believed. And then all of a sudden it just happened to be that the first music that I listened to that I thought that they actually believed what they were saying and like felt it was also that they were screaming. I don't know what that was. There was just like an authenticity that came with the songwriting. Um, whereas I don't think I'd really ever experienced that much before, before that, because I, I think when you're young, when you're, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old, you're just so used to, Hey, whatever's on the radio is what I listen to. Yep. And when I got to get outside of that and, you know, got to hear, you know, all the angsty teenage music uh, at the time. That was sort of where I just landed first. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was absolutely a driving force to, you know, and then it was like, okay, now I have to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, okay, so keeping that in mind, so here's, here's is you're really coming into to your own, as you're growing up. Yeah. You, you get these influences <clears throat> from these hardcore bands. You know, was that, when you look back musically, is that who influenced you more than anybody? Even fast forwarding to today, where that's not what you play. Like looking back, who are the influences that you would say have really created who you are today? Yeah, I think that there's been really large 
I think that that's been like seasons. Uh, there's just like seasons in my life, probably six or seven years uh, in length where, yeah, that was true. You know, all that happened with listening to heavier stuff for a long, long time. But then um, now a lot of things have really come like full circle to me. Like, I no, I, I don't listen to like Southern gospel music like I did when I was a little kid anymore. But um, I've grown in a new appreciation for for hymns that are hundreds of years old um, and for just like really good songwriting. So like my initial love for when I just said under oath of like I felt like they were they believed what they said on the flip side now um, when I listen to what I believe is really good writing, I listen to a guy like Jason Isbell. Um, I'm really into his stuff and people that are kind of the like people that are in that same vein where I still believe it's really good songwriting. They really believe what they say, even though to be honest with you, like our worldview is probably very different and I would disagree with maybe the opinions that they have. I just think that they say their opinions beautifully. Um, so in the midst of that, I think that there's been some thread between all that just to say like, man, I think it's really cool when people are actually saying what they believe in a really beautiful way. I just think that it's my job to, uh, to, write songs about the truth beautifully um if we're going to write worship music so yeah yeah i love what you said there we, we music is a conversation right and and we don't always have to talk about what we agree about right no you know, absolutely can, i probably so, listen to more artists that i don't agree with i'm just really enthralled with their ability to mold and shape and bend the english language uh more than folks that i probably do agree with um that being said, there's still folks that I do. Um, yeah, I just, no, I agree. I agree. And, it, it's, and it's, it's interesting to you talk, because we've never had this exact conversation before, yeah. but I do go back to to when you were in a, in a, a really good hardcore band um, that was still foundation to the gospel. Yeah. And yeah. yet you've allowed yourself to grow. Uh, like you said, you, you didn't just say, well, this is what I am. Mm-hmm. You allowed life to change you, but you kept the foundational aspect, the same foundation. And to be able to... Um, to grow, you know, and to transform it and to say, you know, this is what I once was and there was nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I woke up one day and said, this is wrong. It was, that's who I was then, but life is transformed and you, and you transformed with it yeah. um, to create something new and, and fantastic. Um, just the same thing. It's great. Yeah. I have no idea how people write love songs. That sounds horrible. <laughs> no, I understand um, what you're saying. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like on some, uh, to some extent, I've just, Anytime that I've ever written, it's sort of been one particular drive, and it's made me, I guess, limited on some level to know how to just... uh, I think that's what enthralls me so much about a guy like Jason Isbell or like a guy named Nathaniel Rateliff. see these Stax pictures on the wall. I think Mm -hmm. he just did a record at Stax that it's about to come out. Um, Just guys that write about such... It's just like such small instances that they can like blow up into this amazing thing. I don't know how they do that, but I think that that's what kind of keeps me in awe of wanting to continue writing. Well, with all that in mind, like, was there a point where you look back and and, and music became something that you wanted just heavily in your life to to play it, to write it, um, to lead people in it? Looking back, like, what what began you on that journey? Um, meaning, <coughs> meaning, just like what, what, whatever made me want to actually yeah. write songs. Yeah, what got you into music? Um, well, I think that even when I was really really young, man, we like we 
I had this massive stereo in my room and my parents had like brine free and assurance at the house. And I thought that like the higher you could sing meant that's the higher you can sing is the, it means you're the best singer. Yeah. yeah. So like when you, when we'd go, <coughs> we would go to this church here in Memphis, uh, Kirby Woods, where they would like, they'd always have gold city come in like once a year and we would always go see gold city. And I was just like, these dudes that are singing bass need to get on this dude. That's singing tenors level, you know, like, and cause they had this guy that could just sing <laughs> these notes that were so high. And I thought, that was the coolest thing ever. And I also thought that that means that you're the best singer that's there. So I would just be in my room all the time, like as seeing how high could I sing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. So I, I think that loving music probably started there. And then on past that, um, man, I don't know. I, I think that I, I don't know. I, I, it's almost like something that I don't ever remember not, it's just always just enjoying. there. enjoying yeah. yeah, I don't remember like there being a moment. It was just more this idea that, man, this is something that I really love. Um, and I actually have to be careful with that, too, on the flip yeah. side. Like, um, how, like, not love it too much. <laughs> right. You know, be, know my limits and, and not make an idol out of it. And, you know, still got to be a good dad and a good husband and a, a good pastor at my church and all that stuff. And then, you know, it, but I love that it's been that way because it's actually made me believe made me see that music gets to be the gravy and it's always it always gets to be something yeah. that like i get to do and it's yeah. never had to be something that i have to do that's so, great yeah. um well, we're gonna listen to another song by you guys which song we will listen to next yeah uh since we've been talking about hymns and all that type of thing um we just released um our version of a song called uh, of, of the hymn grace that is greater and we just you know all of us are pretty big john Mayer fans too mm-hmm. and we tried to sort of go that route with this song so yeah, awesome. enjoy it. Will you guys enjoy Grace That Is Greater by Stow and Tether?
Listening to Grace That Is Greater by So and Tether. And we're here with Hunter Bobo, lead singer for the band So and Tether. Uh, Hunter, as we continue our conversation, one of the things I, I love to talk to other musicians about um, is to really see their creative process. Um, yep. And so, now, are you the primary writer for So and Tether? Yeah, um, yeah, primary, yeah. Okay, so before I dive too far into that, I love to ask this question. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? Uh, I remember in like 10th grade, um, there were probably things that I wrote before this, but this was like the first time I had to put like put my feet to the fire. In 10th grade, uh, I had a teacher, Miss Davis, um, that she actually let me and a buddy who played guitar in class for some reason, we were just like, would you let us write a song as our like group project? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. So that's what we did. And I have no idea how it goes. I, I don't even remember. Like it was on a book. It was like we had to write a summary for a book. We were like, would you mind if our summary, we just like made it a song. And she like let us, uh, she let us play it for the class. Like, you know, once everybody was presenting their group projects and uh, no, it was like super I don't know. It's super gratifying though, because you know, we like got a grade for it and, and all this type of thing. Um, but that, I think that's the first time I remember ever, um, ever, ever, you know, like having to write, you know, I had a similar story when I was in college, I was like a junior taking music appreciation cause I yeah. missed it somewhere through there. Yeah. And so I was next to this guy who's a piano player at the time. <sighs> and, uh, and the teacher says, um, all right, for every, basically segment for every test. You have three mm -hmm. options. You can write a paper, you can do something else, or you can like perform a song. Oh, sweet. I was like, wait, what? And so this guy could play piano, I could sing. And so for uh, the only thing we did in that whole whole year mm -hmm. was she's like, all right, here's a list of songs you gotta choose from. Cool. We would choose one of the songs and he'd play it. I would sing it. And so the same type of thing of like, <laughs> this awesome. is the easiest grade ever. Like, yeah, sure, absolutely. let's just do this thing. It was not easy for me though. <laughs> well, you having to write the thing, that's yes. completely different. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't easy, but, it, but I'm really grateful she let us do that. So what's the process like for you to write? Is, is there something that's kind of a set thing for you? Is it just kind of pops as it comes? What, what's the, everybody's process is different. What's your process for writing? I would say every process I have is different. I, yep. think, I, think that it, I think that there's so many ways around that question. I think that there's certain times where um, either so, – so the guys that are in so and tether, Kyle, John, Josh – um, there's just certain ways that they've already kind of put something together and then maybe I can write something over it. There's certain times where there's just a, a chorus that I feel 
kind of sure about that, you know, you kind of get in there and get in the mud with it and see if you really have anything. And then on top of that, like I, me and uh, a buddy of mine, Josh, uh, on uh, on Thursdays at like one o'clock, me and him meet up just to specifically write. Um, and, and I don't know, like I think that <clears throat> I come out of like a sports background and I, I, I like – I like the competition almost that it is of like, can, yeah. can I, yep. if I had to get this done in the next 45 minutes, you know, just like stuff like that, where I just think that there's so many different ways that you can approach the writing process. And I never, I never really want to like get, get stuck sure. in a certain way. Cause I think it's sort of crippling to, to feel like, well, if I can't do it this way and I've just got nothing, then I've just got nothing. Yeah. Um, but try to listen to audio books, try to, try to listen to albums that I don't know, but I like the sound of a lot of that type of stuff really helps me to just like have new ideas. I, like, I feel like if you get too acquainted with an album, you're already like, well, I know what's going to happen. So like, I can't adjust this melody and like kind of steal the good parts and make something new. Um, but, uh, you know, listening to stuff that you don't know too, like I, I have to like it too. Um, having Spotify where they just like randomly pick songs. Yeah. That's the best thing ever just because I can just be listening and every now and then a melody might pop out of there that came off that song, but it's not that song. And then, you know, you raise it up a key, down a key, you know, whatever you can do to kind of mess with it. And it seems like it makes it a little easier. So I think, I think it's a really great point you made that I've never really thought of in those terms to say, you know, I don't <coughs> want to, if I, if I listen to too much of the same thing yeah. over and over and over again, that's what's within me that's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to produce the same thing over and over right. again myself. Right. And so that's actually great advice for anybody that's listening that's, that's trying to learn how to write um, or trying to grow as a writer. Um, you get to, to, to differentiate and to, right. to diversify so that, that you can write new and different things because you have new and different sounds, you know, coming into your head. So you can, yeah, I don't you even want to know the lyrics. Like, I don't want to know what the lyrics are to whatever the sound is that I'm hearing at the time. If it's got that like Americana feel to it, we're kind of, pushing those elements right now <clears throat> and um in that way i just i just feel like man if i don't know the lyrics and i just really like what what the band is doing together you know it's it's possible i can write something in the same vein as that vibe you know it's just yeah. like if i can just grab the vibe and that are that i really like out of it and uh and give it off to these other four dudes that have no clue that's where that came from like it's not gonna be anything like that i just like the way that it kind of like you know, made me feel when I was listening to it. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We're, we're getting ready to wrap up here with Hunter Bobo again for the band So and Tether. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions to ask uh, again because I, I just love the answers people can give because it'd be all over the place. So you and your band, if you could open up for anybody, yeah, dead or alive, now they would be alive yeah. when you open for. Uh, <laughs> anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Um... Well, like being, <clears throat> like being from Memphis, I mean, Justin Timberlake would be pretty awesome. Would be awesome. It would be, it would be pretty awesome. But at the same time, like, you know, me and the guys, uh, I think like the Eagles would be unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, who else would i mean another obviously you know most of the eagles are still alive too but um i mean i'm like 
weirdly enthralled with Jason Isbell's stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, oh, he's great. And yeah, I, it's super interesting how many pastors and like ministry people say that now. It's because he writes songs that are contextual. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and very like there's just times that worship music is not. It's just like we'll grab a lyric over here, we'll yeah. grab a lyric over here, and like it. Everything Jason writes, it's like if. If this is the trunk, here's the branches of the same trunk. So you're just like enthralled with the fact that the guy would write with such honesty and like, and that it all makes sense. I don't know. Um, it, him too. Um, I, I think that that would be, that would be really, really cool. Um, granted, you know, I'm no guitar player. Um, I just really like the guy's writing, but yeah. I know a lot of people that would love to open up for him simply because of. Like if he just played guitar, they'd be sure. fine with the opening for him. So, yeah, probably any any of those would be would be pretty cool. All right, all right, that's yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, again, this is Hunter Bobo from the band So and Tether. You can check them out at soandtether.com. Uh, again, soandtether.com. You can find all their music at all the places you can get music, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you can also check them out um, at Redeemer Baptist Church, they, where they lead worship on Sundays. Uh, the website there is redeemeralibranch.com. Uh, again, Redeemer Baptist Church, redeemeralibranch.com. So and Tether uh, leads there each Sunday. And so you can check out that website if you're interested in going by uh, and checking them out there. Well, Hunter, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, man. Enjoyed it very, very much. Yeah, we're going to close out today with one more song uh, from So and Tether. This is Up From The Grave. Thank you guys for hanging out today. Oh
drives us the most glorious truth ever You've been listening to Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, produced by Grayson Rucker. A special thank you to our sponsor, Visible Music College, a music and worship school that trains and disciples students for the music industry and the church. You can learn more about them at visible.edu. And you can reach the show at behindthetunes at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Be sure to tune in next time as we go Behind the Tunes. <laughs>